This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask my yeah. brother to divorce his wife and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sports journalist Josh Gallup, and welcome to the Kicker Ford podcast, the only sports newsroom with the gusto. How it is? Whoa! Remember, yell Kicker Ford anywhere, tag us, and we'll share it. Also, review the pod if you can. This is from at BounceFan69 on Apple. Pisscast is the headline. Hate the pod. Wish there were more long-winded, meandering stories from a Tigers fan. Very well done. A huge pod today. (laughs) And stories and songs. Uh, Everything we can. Boomers failure. Guys, how you going? Those reviews, while they're funny and a bit of an inside joke for us and our great listeners, terrible for growth of the podcast. (laughs) A A new potential listener comes along. First review, this pod sucks. Don't listen. Yeah, and why are they talking about piss? Stop. Send. Well, oh my God. let's we just say... No. Uh, we spent all this... Oh, just prior to starting this podcast, we, we were talking about piss the whole time because you brought it up again. Uh, guys, we've got a couple of big things to announce. Obviously, our, our live podcast is in Melbourne oh. on the 22nd of September on oh. the Friday. We're get, copying a lot of shit for booking the same time as a preliminary final. We're just going to point out the prelim starts at around 8. Yes. Ours starts at 7. We'll probably maximum go to 8.20. You're in a sports bar afterwards. Yeah, perfect. It's true. Not a, bad, no, a, and we'll yeah. have a couple uh, beers after and watch the game together. Yeah, yeah. With, a few, oh, no. with a few sports experts as well. Well, are they oh, coming? Yeah, I'm oh, hoping okay, they're coming. Cool, cool. Yeah, hoping. Uh, we, well, we might have some special guests and we also uh, just want to say half tickets sold. So well done to us uh, oh, for getting that hey, done. No, 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 no. There's, no, Josh, just say not many left. Oh, sorry, not many, not many left. They are going out the door fast, yes. so make sure you're getting quick. Ever heard of marketing? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Well, we sorry. haven't really promoted it at all. No, so they they actually are selling like hotcakes. Well, hotcakes. Thank you so much. We got, we're got we working on it right now. We've um, I did an emergency meeting yesterday and I had a stern word, guys, you actually need to come and put in. And we, mm. we've come up with some good ideas, so we're excited for that. Uh, Georgia, how are you going? Just recovering from that face-off with Jack Della Maddalena today. Video oh, yeah. coming soon. Oh, yes. yeah. We, uh, that, that was, was pretty good, eh? Hey, yeah. hey Georgia, congratulations. Finally got your shirt off for a video. Get ready for the views to roll in. Like Josh is like, well, you got to get your shirt off for it. I was like, well, why isn't Jack? That's not the point, Georgio. Just get your kid off. It's like Jack's there with his shirt on. Sex sells. Duh. So Sex does sells. Jack Della Maddalena. Uh, uh, yeah. No, genuinely terrifying uh, for this skit. I had to like 
face up to him um, and having him just look me in the eyes. Cause he's a good actor. And, you were um, such a pussy though, like honestly. Yeah, you get stared down I would have, no, no, no way. Um, I would have been like, mate, whatever. You know how you know, I get shat on if I ever talk about like NBA fantasy. Or yeah. piss. Or piss. Um, mm. And people say, you know, fantasy leagues don't have real consequences. Well, our fantasy league is having a baby. What do you mean? Oh, Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. So one of the boys in the fantasy <laughs> league is pregnant. And it was after our season wind up that this friend went home and did the deed. Well, well we were. Very nice. Mm. That led we've been pissed, we've been to out. his girlfriend's pregnancy. Unbelievable. Next season's punishment, the loser has to raise his daughter. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he has to have sex with his wife. And I was like, I don't think you can enforce that. That is, that is brilliant. Gee, How funny you mentioned that? that. A friend of mine is uh, expecting soon. They conceived about four hours after they tied the knot. Really? Yeah. Like so a shout out well. to them. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Giorgio, do, do you reckon the baby would be better off or hindered if every year the loser had to raise the child for that year? Mm. Well, <laughs> probably hindered because the loser of a fantasy league is in no position to be raising. You can't even look after a fantasy basketball yeah. team. Forget <laughs> about looking after a baby girl. Do you get to rename the kid each year if you're the new <laughs> owner? Yeah, currently it's called Lebroni. <laughs> oh, God. One other thing. This recently resurfaced, I don't know if you've heard this, but 2K15 was the first basketball game that introduced like role-playing decision-making for the player that goes, you know, you've got your own player and you go through the season and there's some viral videos going around that have resurfaced of the funniest dialogue with real NBA players. So uh, it's got Al Jefferson, Markeith Morris, Dion Waiters and Eric Gordon. All right, because if I have to learn anything, it's that you have to tune out the noise. <laughs> Only things that matter is what happened between the lines. Do the work, listen to the culture, and the result will take care of themselves. That's right. We all have that attitude. The train will be rolling in no time. Let's do it. I'm inspired. Sound like a wise fella to win in this league. You need all hands on deck. Good call. Check it. Only thing we can control there is ourselves. actually worse than like M- MTV <laughs> Next and those shows like that. Emotion. Emotion yeah, in, the, in, yeah. those, uh, in that acting. So they were the best takes they had. Oh, that yeah, was the best. Mm, like, you got to remember that like they cut a lot out. Hey, let me jump in here, guys. Um, little update from last week. I was talking about a smell in my room. Oh, yeah, congrats. Mm. So yeah. my suspicions were correct. And how's this? It was My suspicions were dead animal on the roof. Um, okay. The property manager took five days to send someone out to investigate, which yeah. had me livid. It's an even more I, dead animal now. Yeah, I, I moved out for the week and um, it was, in fact, a huge dead rat that parked <laughs> itself up in the roof like a giant. The guy apparently, the pest control guy apparently came and went, yeah, that's a dead rat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Is there a way to send it to the hey. rental uh, managers and go, oh, yeah, but by the way, this was the rat. Uh, <laughs> you guys deal with it now. Yeah, please. Was it like a ranger with a hat and did he take off his glasses? No. That's the darndest, biggest, deadest rat I ever we, could see. We of, course, we, of course, had a little service for the, um, had a service for little Terry. <laughs> um, and I was uh, honoured to read the eulogy. Um, in fact, it was all, it was all live streamed, so we managed to get some audio from it. That's fantastic. Terry wasn't just a rat. In fact, he was a fucking horse rat. Absolute massive motherfucker. But now he's dead and in rat heaven where you can eat cheese and safely play in roof spaces without the risk of death. <laughs> we will miss you very much, Terry. Love you, mate. Oh, man. 
Terry will now be lowered into the ground where he will lay to rest. <laughs> what? What? Terry? What the fuck? Terry's alive. What the? Quick, pass that here. Oh, we're going to miss you, buddy. We'll miss you, buddy. Oh, God, it was a sad service, wasn't it? A little Terry. Oh, my God. I'm not to point any fingers, but did you notice before Terry's death any housemates walking around with very large chef hats cooking very eloquent meals? <laughs> a little bit of ratatouille action around yeah. here, I reckon. Mm-hmm. You guys ate well, but you smell terribly. Is, that is sus. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, we will we'll miss Terry. <laughs> Terry. You guys didn't make it to the service. Rip in peace, Terry. Weren't invited. Yeah. I was too busy having a mean ratatouille. It was just, it was actually just Terry's closest um, 500 friends and family. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, what's up? Uh, I was in Melbourne last week uh, with Dylan friends and the clubby sports crew. I was actually on 200 plus. Uh, I still haven't met Daniel Goringe. It's really annoying. Oh yeah. He called called me out last year as a complete flog and then then oh, I rock up for his guy. podcast and I'm not there. Unfortunately, he's way funnier than me. Um, one thing, though, uh, if you want a ticket to, if you are going to the grand final over there, we're going to the grand final breakfast because we actually went to the North Melbourne grand final two years ago when it was in Perth. It was probably the most boring well, thing the, we've yeah, ever been to. Their breakfast. Yeah, their breakfast. Yeah. And it's, it saved North Melbourne a lot of money because, you know, they've come out of debt and things like that. And I remember Harry and I walked in and it was the most beautiful day in Perth and it was pitch black in there with some like comedians every now and then and then speeches about North Melbourne Football Club started and then yeah. halfway through Harry goes, can we go? <laughs> yeah, we just went and to we, a local we, pub. And we we went to road to a different pub. What anyway, they feed you? What did you get the brekkie? I think this is like a plate of boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. With a oh. side of yawn. So we're, we're doing a different uh, breakfast alongside with the clubby sports guys. So if you are over there and you want to have a bottomless breakfast we'll be there and it's another thing to go to as well but yeah anyway uh guys i was in melbourne last week but i came back on the weekend i was really excited about the boomers on saturday night but i accidentally like booked in a movie night with my girlfriend there's this movie i wanted to see um do you guys when do you guys cry do you guys cry ever uh when michael scott left the office you cried in that oh yeah that's emotional tv yeah tv sure and what about yourself georgia when do you cry? uh three occasions dead dogs dead people breakups Breakups. You've cry, you cry in breakups. Okay. Um, Fuck. Am I a pussy? Let's no, no, no. It's fine. Hey, no judgment here. Okay. Okay. Cool. We'll unpack that later. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this movie on Saturday night, and I was really annoyed because it started at halftime of the Boomers game, and I was watching Ugh. it in the cinema uh, to turn off the Boomers. But I saw I was te- tearing a lot. It's called Past Lives. Cried a lot. I wasn't ashamed of it. So I wanted a new segment to find out our favorite places to cry. Boys do cry. <laughs> And men. <laughs> cry time. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is cry time. Baby. So, yeah, it's baby. Starting number five for the most common place to cry. Movies. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. Never, never cried in a movie, go never. on. Okay, number four, sex. So that's either with or or masturbation as well. Yep, that's, that's, that's hot. Yeah, yeah, it's hot. Okay. When she leaves. No! And then he's number three. Every day. Are we still on sex? And then tied second when she comes back. And then after sex. Okay, okay. Happy tears. Yeah, and number one, airplanes. Okay, oh, okay. Airplanes, airplanes do yeah. make you cry more. Yeah, they do. Oh, the altitude. Tell you what, I did cry when in that interstellar scene when 
he realizes when he's crying too. Yeah, and he's crying. Oh my god, he got us. It's tough on an airplane too because like you're so receptive there. I can cry watching someone else's screen without actually knowing what they're saying. Is it uh, because you're so just focused on that movie, or is the altitude thing? Is the pressurized cabin? Someone argued the other day was there was different oxygen in there. I think we're going to make a video about it. I wonder it. if the Dreamliners, there's less crying on Dreamliners because of the whole new, like, it's, you're at a lower altitude in terms of pressurization. I'll get back to you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I promise I'll get back to you. Please do. Just writing that down now. So that was cry time. Do you guys like the new I segment? really liked it, yeah. Um, Can we do laugh time next week? Yes. This is no Bartel Poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ritardo. They came bounding over. <laughs> the headlines. I own seven houses, but it's not fair. Oh, Other generations, they don't work bloody hard enough. Immigrants are scary. Boom is up, dead. So this is basketballers, though. Just to clear that up once more time, one more time. No, that was Josh Giddy. Um, I'm just quoting him. Mm. Oh, okay. Great. The, basketball, oh, good, good. the basketball team is named after people born in the 50s. Right. To be on the Boomers, you have to be over 60. Okay, right. Yeah, right. yeah that's why they never mm. win. Okay. So the Boomers were knocked out of the World <laughs> Cup. It was a really, really frustrating game playing against Slovenia on Saturday night. Luka Doncic really had an impact. He, he was double teamed most of the time in a bit of foul trouble, but every time he was on the court, Complete difference, but it's so funny. The funniest thing from this whole World Cup is these two million person countries just mm. destroying gigantic countries. So, for instance, Latvia, they've beaten Spain. So they smashed Brazil by 30 points. What's the population of Brazil, Harry? Uh, 302 million. 240 million. What's okay. the population of Latvia? Latvia, uh, a lot less than that. Less than Perth, 1.7 million. Okay, okay. And they're destroying these teams. They just maybe just use their feet. Yes. As I could beat Latvia. <laughs> Maybe. They're not used to using their hands. I've, I've, got, I've got more. Lithuania, 2.7 million. Beat the United States of America, around 350 what? million. You're not taking into account average height, though. Lithuania, average height, 5.11. USA, average height, 5.9. They've got 2.7 million people, Giorgio. It doesn't yeah, but extra two inches on that many people, that's a lot of extra person. And what about the height? Oh, yeah. Slovenia, 2.1 million people. They beat Australia. They, they lost to Germany. <laughs> Um, so all these tiny countries in the Baltics are just destroying people and, you know, their their program budget is probably way smaller and all this, even though Lithuania is a massive country for it. It's just been so interesting to watch. So uh, Josh Giddy, the one probably takeaway from Australia was he's so competitive. He was so frustrated. He needs to work on his jump shot, obviously. And his smile. Yeah, you, you, you're, yeah. you've been big on this. He doesn't smile enough. Yeah, it's okay. What, what's with the, um, like the schedule of this tournament? Because teams are losing, but they're still in it. Yeah, it's just tournament play, but they do it it's slightly different where they have two rounds of pools where the top two from the first pools go into an amalgamated second pool with other winning teams. And then from there, you can they pick the top two teams that go through the quarterfinals. So now there's four there's four games for the quarterfinals. Yep. Josh was making some pretty big calls before this well, oh, FIBA World Cup. I was, Let's revisit I that. I was really high on Australia. And I'll just throw to this audio grab. Boomers will win the World Cup. That was supposed to be Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you play that or did you speak yeah. it? 
play. Harry, I think you said USA are going to win, so I think you, you're on the money there. Are they out? No, they're there. No, they're in. They lost to Lithuania last night, so they're still Ooh. in it. They were down by 21 points at one stage, but they were just torching this team so badly. They, now they scored a lot of threes, and they're now 15 of 24 from three. But it was so impressive to watch. They, they're so used to playing with each other. Um, they were so well coached. They've got this kid that plays for Barcelona. He's even torching them up, but just controlling the game despite being so young. Mm. Teamwork. Better, Deli- than, better Deli- than skill, right? Better than dream teamwork. Oh. Do Lithuania have any <laughs> other NBA players outside um, Jonas Valanciunas? Dematis, he plays for Sacramento. He's their, they're normally their best oh, player. Oh, Sabonis, Sabonis, right. Sabonis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monte Yunus used to play, now he plays somewhere else. Yep. Um, and then the guy for Barcelona used to play, he's uh, a really young guard and he, he apparently his contract won't be bought out or something. There's some sort of issue with that. So if they're not there, they're playing in like top mm. EuroLeague side. So they're not shit. Yeah, so, Giorgio, um, enough silly questions. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, nice. It Thanks, makes mate, me sick. Oh, one little thing too. South Sudan have qualified for the Paris Olympics. Now, South Sudan are the youngest country in the entire world. They had the genocide. So a lot of uh, South Sudanese, I think about 3 million or something, were immigrants all around the world. A lot of those went to neighbouring countries around South Sudan. Uh, But a lot ended up in Canada, the USA, England and Australia. So five of the players on the South Sudanese team are actually Australian uh, South Sudanese. It's Sunday Dex from Perth. There's a couple of guys from the NBL, Kuwani Kuwani. So... Pretty cool. Last year they were training on an outdoor court because they couldn't get court space oh somewhere. And this year they're, they've just qualified for the Paris Olympics, which is a massive boost for their you know funding and everything like that. So, so that's great news. They get yeah. an indoor court now? <laughs> I think they'll put a roof on. No, so. that outdoor court, that conditioned them beyond the level of other teams. That Maybe. put them where they are now. Maybe. Do so you play in the rain much? Basketball? Yeah. You just, no, you break your leg. Yeah, like – even if you, what about like a shoot around, like a bit of three on three or something? Nah, wet balls are just not very fun. Good is safety it? first. Yeah, safety first. The quarterfinals are next, and there's all good games left. It's weird how it hasn't been sort of followed as much. Even when the FIBA World Cup for the women was in Australia, it was in Australia obviously, so it was a bit more followed. So uh, still, a lot of good basketball to be had. Everyone's just World Cupped out. You reckon? That's yeah, what you're putting it down like, to. Oh, another World Cup. I need a break. Yeah. I think that's why. That's a good call. Well, we got the Rugby World Cup coming up, so get ready. I say, Charles, Tottenham playing the most wonderful style of football. It's that Australian fellow, isn't it? And ball. Pack the box, score our goal. Pack the box, score our goal. Just quickly, someone asked, where'd you get that actual drop for the Angeball Sting? Oh, that song uh, somehow resurfaced. You, in could, my- you could sell it. You could sell this information. Just be careful giving away things like this. No, oh, yeah, good point. That's many, true. We, we um, haven't got too many sponsors. Let's just, so. say, let's just say the year was 2011 and there was a certain Nigel Thornbury <laughs> meme. Nigel Thornbury. Nice, nice close. Underrated show. So Ange Ball's back in full flight. They had a bit of a tumble this week, which we'll get to enough of the week, but uh, they're back on track. They're 3-1-0, and zero, so they're unbeaten after four ties. Giorgio. Oh, uh, this is just a bit of audio. Viewing sound. Boom. Oh, that's just um, that's just the sound of the Spurs being unleashed. Five oh. two <laughs> against Burnley. I noticed you didn't cut off the um, the thing you've ripped off at the front, which is the advertisement for the sound What's website. It? I did forget that. Sounds like something crashed. I'm hoping you'll cut it in post, but I don't think you will. I think you'll leave. Nah, no, now we've explained it. I'll do it later. <laughs> well, I'm sad, sad now. What from that sting? Not from the music. <laughs> <laughs> It's international break, which means 
it's two weeks before we see Ange Bullock. Oh, really? Oh. I didn't know that at all. What the F? Okay. It's the most like, everyone hates his international breaks. It's always like a few weeks into the season. Everyone's like watching the new players on their team. And then it's just like two weeks with no club football. And it's the most hated international break. And it's always like international friendlies or qualifiers. No one gives a shit. So, yeah, people are angry. There's no Ange Ball for two weeks. That's a shame. Uh, they had a 5-2 win over Burnley. Yeah. Absolutely. A hat-trick for Sun, which is unbelievable. Yeah, the which, new you know, <laughs> he actually feels like a bit of a son of mine now because um, I've been following Spurs for a week. <laughs> <laughs> week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been great. Um, so the pandemonium continues. Even post-match press conference, Ange Ball, he refused to even acknowledge any 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 praise at all. He just sat there. I've watched that again. It was if they get boringer and boringer, it's fantastic. Boys, let's not forget. Last week we challenged ourselves to an Ange Ball song off. That's right. There was, there's so many popular songs right now. We Robbie Williams did one. Uh, the Wee Sports one was dug up from his uh, time in Glasgow. And we thought, why, why don't we contribute? Rather mm. than always taking, let's contribute mm. to the Ange Ball pandemonium. And we've all made our own this week. Now, some are better than others probably, but we're going to judge who's the best. That's right. Judging criteria will involve, hey, you have a few laughs. Um, so if, if we laugh is one? Yeah, that's definitely one. Um, if we I, cry, I reckon, since, since crying is okay, we've established that. Fucking pussy. I yeah, reckon yeah, um, okay. 95% weight for judging criteria should be on singing ability. You think mm. it should be singing? I think it should be the laugh. <laughs> I think it should be the loudness of the unexpected laugh. I think it should be how much we overcooked it and spent Spent time on it. Okay. Okay. We've come at it from three different angles. Yeah. Okay. Who's going to go first? I'll, Harry. I'll, I'll go first. Harry, go first. Uh, uh, just a short little setup, guys. Mine is more about um, telling a story and evoking some emotions. Are you going to resign then? That's the next question. No, of course I'm not going to resign. But I'm not going to sit here and be criticised and, and people telling me I should resign when I've worked damn hard over the last five, six years to do as best as I can with the, with the conditions that I've had. Hold on a sec, because I, I can hear somebody about the butt end again. And, and, I, and I'm not... And I, Matt, oh, you're enjoying it, are you? So you're being smart as well. Well, that, that's the problem though, isn't it? You sit there and you think, well, all right, let's get rid of Ange Postacoglu. Hello, Ange Ball. May you ever grow in our hearts You are the game that played itself When the Spursies were torn apart You flew here from down under And you whispered to coys in pain Now you belong to Tottenham Where the stars play out your game and it seems to me you've coached your games with your neck out in the wind Never voting with the pressure when Craig Foster chimes in Are you going to resign? <laughs> and to fix our shitty game plan, the answer was always you Please be my daddy and past a carboo. Please be my daddy and oh yeah, oh yeah. Fucking blowing the lid off it, mate. There we go, boys. Submission number one. Oh, I can't. I can't chase that up. I hate that you probably. 
took half the time to make that than I did. It's about make, 20 minutes. Make, oh. Maybe a quarter. <laughs> just did it live. Just riffed it live. I yeah. thought he was yeah. singing at that point. I was like, I yeah. can't figure out because he's mouthing the words. Giorgio, do you want to <sighs> intro this? Do we need to do any others or can we just... No, I think mine was actually pretty close to his. Okay, play mine. Oh, Tapped into possibly my, the yeah. the game I spent the most amount of time on, Halo Three. That <laughs> was song. my attack. Well, it's just the Halo theme song. Mm. Is my oh yeah, yeah, you got you got me in the heart. Yeah. God, I want to play some Halo now. You got me you in the heart. You harmonise really well with yourself. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, I had to sing that a lot of times by myself. <laughs> okay, so you've gone heartstrings. You've gone uh, gaming strings. Gaming strings. <laughs> I've kind of combined everything. You know, I've, I just want you guys to listen really intently what I've done here. Mm. And you know, whoever wins, whatever. God. Okay. Okay. Josh. 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 Let me say something. Literally here, I've also got lyrics to a, a parody song for that, for Nothing Compares to You, Sinead O'Connor. I was so close to doing that one. But the thing is, I was having so much trouble with the final bit because it's like, nothing compares to Angela's Cock Yeah, no, he didn't have much play. Yeah. He didn't have a job. Yeah, so I just thought, well, I can't compete with them. I'm going to mail it in. So I just got um, biggest church fart ever and put it at the end. I, I think we need three individual prizes. No, 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 no. I, fuck it. But this isn't. This I'm isn't, trying there's to. There's one prize, all right? I, I'm, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to talk about, um, like, Georgia, you got me in the heartstrings, but. You said you took ages to make that. It sounded like it didn't take. It shouldn't have taken too long to make. I never said. I never said it should have taken long to make. I said it did take yeah, long yeah, to make. Yeah. But in terms of like, if bang for buck was a category, then Josh just wins. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't know if it was. No, no, it I certainly don't made me fucking laugh. You know yeah. why I did it? It's because you know you guys set up it perfectly. You put so much effort mm. in. <laughs> Is that what you were doing in the car in the driveway at the front here before making that song? (laughs) No, no, I went to the church to do it. You just ripped a massive fart. So uh, we obviously love Ange Ball, so 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Harry's. Yeah, just I think Harry's. Well done, Harry. You've okay, well, I don't need to vote. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. <laughs> well done. For the record, I would have voted Georgios probably. Yeah, probably. Actually, for laugh factor, Josh got me good. <laughs> got me fucking Josh good. Josh Garth would say I've been trained the house down. Kick it forward! Get him off! Get him off! Get him off! Well, it was the bye on the weekend. So, oh. Some great AFLW ties, but... AFL's back this week, Thursday, huge fixture between Collingwood and Melbourne. Massive, massive. No one, everyone would be talking about that if we weren't talking about how Kiss was announced as the grand final oh. halftime show. Yes, I wonder if 50 years later they can bring the same energy to the to rock the MCG. You know, I'm sure they'll be fine. And if they're not, it's even better. It's actually better if they're shit. It's funny, all the comments are like, this will be great. It's like, mm, okay, six-year-old dude. This is awesome, six-year-old dude. And anyone else that isn't a six-year-old dude is like, uh, what about like all the Australian talent and the bands that we have here? Can we use one of them? Yeah, but a lot of people saying it's going to be the repeat of Meatloaf as well. Yeah, Gil was actually quite hesitant in um, in getting these guys on board. Board for he didn't want a repeat of 2011 where Meatloaf stunk it up. So why did he do it? because uh, no one else could do it. Crowded house pulled out. I bet there could be someone that did it, could do it. Like, there's got to be someone that would be like, oh, I'll do it. We could sing the Anne's Postacogler songs. That's uh, true. Eskimo <laughs> Joe, yeah. they'd do it. Again, yeah. Um, I, I reckon we could do ours. I might only take 36 <laughs> seconds, though. Uh, Boys, there may not have been any AFL on the weekend, but there was certainly some footy played. Uh, lots of, um, like, country leagues wrapping up. Sure. Um, have a look at this. Albany Sharks. Albany is a little town in the southwest of WA. Great southern. They won the Great Southern Football League Premiership Grand Final. But get this. This is the greatest club turnaround I've ever seen. Between 2008 when they were formed and 2021, the Albany Sharks won two games oh, wow. in a 13-year period. They were formerly known as the worst football club in the country and they won on the weekend 66-48 to 48 against the Albany Railways. Wow. Sounds to me like they may have found a new little sponsor and done a couple of deals under the table. Mm. Uh, helped country by footy. former uh, St Kilda and Fremantle player Brett Peak. Yeah, Brett Peck's been huge down there. Um, I remember speaking to him a couple of years ago randomly about this exact topic, and he sort of transformed the club a bit. He's a, That's awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah, as you said, there's a lot of uh, under-the-table shit. Yeah, in but the every club's doing it, so good on them for, doing, for winning. Yeah. The country, you just can't. You straight out just can't pay players. You can pay them legally, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, you can also just pay them under the table for whatever reason because they get right around it. Thank can you, you pay us under the table? Um, hey, I'm just checking. Oh, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. Uh, it's, I'll a, have it. it's a hard copy of the Ange uh, uh, thing. No, I'll have it. <laughs> I will take that uh, for a year now. We've got one now. Uh, Sammy Edmund the other day, he he was, you know, Sam Edmund is a very good reporter. He's on SEN. He fills in sometimes when Dwayne's out. But someone called up and they, I think he might be dead. Like, I'm, I'm actually so sad, guys, because like Sam Edmund hit a freight train on air and there's no way he survived. I'll, I'll play it for you. Mark's on the Limestone Coast as we continue with Midday Madness. G'day, Mark. Hey, champion. Hey, champion. Um, a little bit of pop. Hey, 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 he hasn't been seen since. Oh, my uh, God. Dwayne Russell came in and goes, Sammy Edmonds been out. Out of nowhere as well. You know what's great about that one? That guy, that caller's phone line was like the clearest radio phone line I've ever heard in my life. So you could hear every little bit of that champion. It, it was a really crunchy champion. Like he really got him.
because nine nine percent of the people that call in are clearly driving their seventeen wheeler or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like a coward's punch. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a coward's punch. Seventeen wheels. Yeah, that has to be an even number. No, nah, they're rare. What? There's one wheel in the middle that makes up the seventeenth wheel. Mm, spare wheel. Well, eighteen wheeler usually, but you can but you can assume one tires pop or something. So, yeah, 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 yeah. When I was flying back from Melbourne to Perth on uh, Velocity Gold, I was oh. going through. You know when you fly and you're wearing like the, sh- the most comfortable clothes you possibly can. It's like F- yes. as a tall person, you you know you're dreading it. You're gonna get on. It'll be fine, and the flight's not too bad. But I'm I'm there, and Connor Rosie's also in the the bag check because he must be Velocity Gold too or something. Nice. Um, I, I didn't go up and go Razar, but I did notice it was five a.m. or four six a.m. and I looked like I'd been hit by a truck and had like food stains all over me. And Connor Rosie's wearing like a puffer and under undershirt with dress shirt, and he's just won an All Australian. And I'm kind, I was kind of just looking at us both. I'm just like, oh Triple my god, it. how dare you rock at the airport like that? Especially <laughs> after winning an All Australian, mate. You may as well wear your fucking blazer, Connor Rosie. Was he in business class? I don't know. He wasn't on my flight. He was going to Adelaide. Oh, yeah, no. probably no. to Perth, bro. Yeah. Are you guys excited for finals? Uh, does it really <laughs> look like it, mate? Yeah, sorry, you your final shirt glowing on. glowing and exciting. Yeah. My final shirt, my final shoes are on as well. Mm. Mm. What are finally you most excited for? I'm excited for St Kilda GWS. Mm, probably my flag pies or my baggers or my um, <laughs> port flag lights. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if it's Collingwood Blues in the final, how it would be so good if we're there. Then then we're really in trouble for turning down $900 tickets and then we're, we're like, oh, God, we really like those $900 tickets right now. Hey, shout out. Kick it forward, mailbag at gmail.com. Send your grand final tickets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, really, really, really. If you've got any uh, <laughs> ticket hookups. Oh, you're nothing. Guys, my first Nuffy of the Week this week goes to one of our favourites, uh, the greatest Australian basketball ever, Andrew Gaze. Turn it up. Turn it up. He's now reached the areas of Magic Johnson where Australia lose a game and he just tweets, Australia lost to Slovenia, they next play Georgia. I thought you were going to say oh, no, not at all. Hell? No, Giorgio. Oh, Why do you always do things that God. I have to take out in post? Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm leaving that in, just as punishment. Oh, so no, 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 so don't. Get, so I'm going to get sued. By I'm me. okay with it. <laughs> God. Now, the next one I had was submitted <laughs> by O'Wayne, and this was um. I'm suspending you, George. Are you suspended? <laughs> He's, He's George is suspended for five seconds. Okay. Oh, we didn't make the most of it. I, I was thinking Shit. we had to wait for him. Damn it. Okay. Nah, I'm back. Cool. He's back. Kingy. Kingy's, you know, we actually love Kingy on this pod. He's very quick-witted. We met him on the flight as well. And, you know, he's generally pretty good on SEN. So a call has come in and he's prefaced that he doesn't want to get cut off. What's your thoughts on the All-Australian team, Steve? Well, gentlemen, I'd like you, I'd, I'd appreciate if you let me finish what I've got to say. I'd appreciate if you started, to be honest. <laughs> I, okay, Kingy, you're the one. That's Super goal! Yes! That is anything. That is so quick with it. How fucking good is that? Oh my god! <laughs> that guy, King, just planted the nuffy of the week crown <laughs> on that guy's head. I'd hang up after that. I go, oh, fuck this. Oh my god! How do you come back? You know that? what's also a misconception with talkback radios? They need to fill the hours. Most people get to say whatever the fuck they want. Like yeah. Dwayne lets people cook <laughs> the stupidest <laughs> things and then he just like r- rebuttals. So 
you're fine getting on the air. It'll honestly Boys, be fine. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke about um, like comments trying to appear seriously, but the username of the comment yeah. or the handle is is really funny. Yeah. Um, so there was a post on the um, Bulldogs of like this like really sincere video of Bontempelli basically like apologising for not making the finals. G'day dogs fans, um, just a message from you know myself and the playing group after you know what's been a, a disappointing way to finish up. Uh, one comment's like, very nice, sending the captain out again to talk to the fans instead of those in charge. Emotion. Well that was typed by Dildo Schwagger. <laughs> <laughs> what are you conning? <laughs> Do those schwagons. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'll say that seriously. <laughs> yeah. Bontempelli's at home going, oh, not dildo oh, schwagons oh, too. God. Yeah, classy move, dogs. Classy, classy oh. move, dogs. Oh, oh my God. Put those in charge. Um, Fuck that. Another good. comment on, um, it was a Don's post saying they've uh, they've re-signed Darcy Parrish, like extended him. Um, the top comment was just, unlucky, mate, all the best. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, on that post, Giorgio, yes. I had one as well. Um, this guy, Jacob Widmer, he he was putting in his two cents. This is actually more of a submission for like reverse Nuffy of the week or like sharpest eagle eye of the week. There was a, what was like behind Darcy Parrish there was a, like a board of Essendon greats. And uh, Jacob noticed a typo. He said, media backdrop has a typo. Norm Beckman Beckin has a K in the surname. <laughs> it's the smallest font <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. And it's on screen for like one second. Like, how did you see Far that? out. Great pickup. Yeah. I've got one from Damien on Insta about the Ange Postacoglu hysteria that's happening right now. So he's tried to correct me because we put up a clip basically us getting around the Jeez, original we video. People, he's we? Yeah, we rolled out some of this guy in particular. Most people didn't really give a fuck. Get it right, mate. Big Ange is not taking over England. It's the fucking... And then he says a derogatory term for Tottenham fans, which apparently has heritage in anti-Jewish culture. Anyway, th that love him. Not everyone else, just another Tottenham. Trust me, you are not fucking Chelsea... Not finding Chelsea fans fucking singing that shit fucking song. And then I... <laughs> Then I replied, nah, I got evidence <laughs> from Chelsea himself. <laughs> he goes, you silly pom. He got Tottenham knocked out of the Caraboa Cup. Ha 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 ha. I was like, mate, it's a shit fucking cup. Us at Tottenham don't give a fuck. Coys for life. Do you even follow football, lad? Thanks to Damien for watching the uh, content, I guess. <laughs> Just keep getting around it. <laughs> yeah, it helps us. Oh, man. I'm sorry for his brain injury. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm allow, I'll allow that one. Can you stop trying to get us fucking cancelled? This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like, he's... <laughs> It's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he said, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. You need a brother in law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask yeah. my brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Alex Agilopoulos was jailed today. So this is just enough of the week's submission from me. So he was the guy that stormed the field and hit the A-League goalkeeper with a bucket, causing 10 stitches. Well, he was jailed for three months, but he's appealed it, unfortunately. So at least those guys are actually being held to account for what was the, one of the grossest things in Australian sport, in recent Australian sport history. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, anything else, lads? I can't decide if this is just incredibly good content or if this is incredibly nuffy content. Can you guys help me decide? Sure. This is a song by a guy who calls himself Ragnar Lothbrok, like the Viking, from a GWS podcast called The Squinters. Heard there was a cheeky Ford wearing orange and black with the number four. But you don't really care for the west of Sydney, do you? Well, it goes like this, he's kicked his fourth, his fifth He's sitting on heads and now he's taking the piss His name's Toby Green and he's our skipper He's our skipper He's our skipper He's our skipper He's our I'm saying good content. I'm saying pretty good. Uh, they did do that with Luka Doncic. That's the only thing. That- Luka Doncic was in that? <laughs> it was Halla Luka originally, their, their version. But ah, that's pretty good. I thought that was really good. He had a good voice. Almost as good as mine in my Ange song. A few voice effects there, though. I went raw. <laughs> did you? Oh, yeah, big time. That's so raw, sick. You raw dogged the I song. Raw, I did raw dog the song. <laughs> nah, thumbs up. Well done. Final one is Qantas are my nuffy of the week <laughs> as well. Um, probably don't announce you've had an awesome quarter after you took 2.7 billion from taxpayer money during COVID and then said you would pay it back, but you're actually just paying your taxes, which were de- which were covered because of previous losses. Yeah, seriously. And Alan, Alan Joyce is like, the tariffs for travel uh, is through the roof now. Uh, right. Yes, departing CEO Alan Joyce, leaving the company in um, good financial shape for the shareholders, but with the worst image possible for an airline. They've gone from like... The numbers are uh, high, single digits, a trusted company in Australia, down to the 40th. Do you reckon Ellen Joyce is up there with Carl Sandilands for the most yelled at, as in like, fuckwit in the street? Not that I agree with it or not, but who would get that the most other than me in the street? Like, oh, you're an uh, F-wit. Other than you. In this country. <laughs> I'd, I'd, yeah, top two. Maybe the Fed Kyle. Reserve guy. Kyle. Well, hang on. What about the Feds, the federal government blocking Qatar, uh, Qatar's application for more flights into Australia? That's got to, they've got to be in bed with Qantas, obviously. And yeah. Like, please. Try, please. What, what? It'll push the prices down. Yeah, we down. don't want cheaper flights. No, no, no. I heard uh, I read Qantas pocketed $882 million from that JobKeeper wage subsidy. 
Uh, it was a, a, around two point seven billion. Uh, I did a bit of research, but just that, one. just that job yeah, keeper, job they keeper, made yeah. nearly a billion dollars. Then, then there was like an aviation relief package that was, that was like three hundred million or something. There was a whole bunch of other categories that um, they got a lot of money from. But as you know, Harry, aviation expert, Qantas mm. asked Qantas asked statistically the safest airline in the world. Yeah, well, they lost my bag, so fuck them. <laughs> I've got I've got flights booked on um, Malaysian Airlines um, later this year. Where are they at? Well, they're still finding the debris. Hey, you can't. <laughs> we don't know what happened to 370, Giorgio. I know, just not telling everyone. <laughs> I have my theories. <laughs> I can't count that stat yet. I was told We don't know where they see. Okay. Yeah, it's in the ocean. The ship is here, gonna, gonna hit a six. It's gonna suck some dicks. Gonna bow with my mates. The ship is The only reason we're talking about the Ashes, guys, is because there was some. Information released during this week, courtesy of the Grade Cricketer and mm. Seven Cricket. They interviewed Australia's players. Now, we've had a bit of time in between. Now, they're currently doing a T20 tour. And they released this footage asking the players what the immediate reaction after Bairstow was controversially given out. And they, you know, they share a room when they have lunch. Yeah, can you explain that? Because for someone that doesn't follow cricket like myself, well, that's bizarre. All, cricket's all about the sort of... Gentleman's game. The gentleman tradition and, and stuff. Tradition right. and also that uh, gentlemen play the game and you should be able to enjoy the game and then walk off and still have a beer, which is why they often would have beer. They generally always have a beer after no matter what, which is there was a little bit of controversy about that when it didn't happen after the Ashes. So the great cricketer guys, they're so funny, um, Sam and Ian, and they were interviewing them and they asked them, what was it like Bearstow? After the game, so I'll just play it right now for those that haven't heard it because I, I didn't I didn't see it proliferate that much this this vision. And if you haven't heard it, it's just so funny. Particularly at the end, you'll hear Mitch Mars talk, talking about soup and how he just couldn't keep it down when Bearstow's walking. <laughs> I was in the lunchroom. It, Johnny was steaming, <laughs> absolutely steaming. Like he walked in the lunchroom, didn't have lunch. Like the Sky Crew knew that Johnny was in there, and they just replayed it on the screen. <laughs> And, like, as you do, everyone's, like, watching, obviously seeing us all watch. It's like, are you guys happy with that? Dave Warner's, like, spitting out his chicken. <laughs> spitting out his chicken. And goes, yeah, very. <laughs> like, the only word said, oh, of course. Was that well received by most people? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Even Steve Smith gets in on it. <laughs> Just try and look down and I look up at Johnny and be... I had pumpkin soup coming down my <laughs> I love that. Like this international game that's so serious <laughs> for so many people and the people directly involved in that um, st- uh, stumping or whatever are just taking the piss. It's so good. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's and good. and the funniest is Piers Morgan reacted like, how dare Australia laugh in the face of they only drew it in like the moral victory. They even There was another clip they put up where it was, talking about the moral ashes. Like, what's it like losing the moral ashes? And they're all just like openly laughing. It's like weird because it didn't feel like we lost five now. <laughs> but I guess we did. Was it difficult to, to come home and learn we actually lost the ashes morally? Yeah, I think any time you lose an ashes series five nil, um, it's yeah. always tough to take. Tough, yeah. Um, it was a thumping morally. <laughs> um, so uh, great work for the Australian cricket team who I, I don't know, they're so likable right now. It's, so what's been happening in South Africa? Uh, just a quick, yeah, shout out to the uh, T20 crew for uh, they've completed a series. Clean sweep of South Africa, Travis Head killing it, but the boss and Mitch Marsh himself, the captain, picking up player of the series. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, he's been knocking them in everywhere. I haven't like I haven't really seen the highlights. It's annoying. I might have to research it tomorrow. Yeah, or he's got like a he's got like almost two hundred runs for the over, over a couple of games. Um, so he's. Kind of- 
Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports gossip. Sports gossip. You guys uh, got room for a bit of sports gossip because I tell you what, jam packed today. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. there's room. I've. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Heading over to Italy first for the uh, F1. Max Verstappen rewrote the history books <laughs> at Monza over the weekend, guys. Becoming the first driver to win 10 consecutive races. Now, Carlos Sainz also enjoyed some success on the podium, but it was sadly overshadowed by an incident later that night. You've been hit by, you've been struck by, smooth. You don't actually have grabs, they're just songs. You keep nah, this keeps sport. This is why sports gossip so exciting. Check the stats, people are probably skipping straight to this part. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's right, guys. The Ferrari was, driver was targeted by a uh, smooth criminal right near his hotel in Milan. They pinched his $973,000 watch. Probably don't wear it out. Mm, probably. <laughs> it was like a, is it a Richard Milley or something? Richard Mill. Uh, no, no, no. Cassio. Richard- <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how to say that Richard Time name, X. watch name. Sounds too expensive for me, I'm poor. Um, but how about this? Carlos, still dressed in Ferrari kit, was thinking, hang on, this guy might be smooth, but I operate at speeds of up to 350 kilometres an hour. So he managed to chase down and catch the robbers to recover his watch. Really? Wow. Yeah, almost like a citizen's arrest. Or, oh, God, I think a citizen's arrest is my dream. Do you reckon, um, one. You reckon he, like, stopped him, was like, hey, you got the time... Oh, that's good. Yeah, and hopefully. And then was like, I'll have that. Yeah, I think so. It's like, time to go. And to then prison. was like, lights out and away you go. Oh, to prison. okay. This is good. Giorgio, you're full of them. They're too good. They're too good. That's like that um, Justin Timberlake movie, <sighs> In Time, where they say time heaps. Like, that, Well, that's that's quick from Josh. You, Josh. That's yeah. smart. That's... That's smart. <laughs> guys, guys, let's uh, let's talk tennis, okay? Australian wildcard Ricky Hijikata, I think is how you say it. He's through to the fourth round in the US Open, okay? Oh, the, I love the men's it. singles. Um, but some people in the crowd at the Open have thought to themselves, why would I go to the tennis and breathe oxygen? Then they thought to themselves, hang on, why is this tennis, tennis game so good to watch? Because I got high. Because I got high. Oh, yeah. Because I got high. Seems like a few crowd members are enjoying the uh, relaxed laws the state of New York has when it comes to that sweet, sweet Mary Jane. The herbal. The devil's lettuce. The herbal yama. And the players are certainly noticing it out there too. I smelled it actually today also. (laughs) It's everywhere. Literally everywhere. The whole court smells like weed. Yeah, court 17 definitely smelled like Snoop Dogg's living room. (laughs) Well, as as a couple of locals in New York, Harry, we, you know, a little bit of grass never hurt anyone. Nah, it didn't. (laughs) Sorry, mate. My hat's backwards now. Oh, my God. A bit deep in me chair. Oh, God. Good luck to that Aussie guy. Uh, no, he, Ricky he, Sti- yeah, he made the, uh, the Brandon, final. Brandon of the 16. Du- no, he made the final of the doubles in the oh. Australian. Uh, but he was really exciting too mm. in the Australian Open when we were there, Giorgio. Okay, this is sports gossip. Not too much sports chat. More gossip, please, Josh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. You guys won't believe what happened at a Chicago White Sox game over the weekend, oh, right? Don't, don't tell me then. Yeah. What? You, oh, oh, really? No. Nah, yeah. I won't believe it. Okay, well, you're going to want to hear this. While fans were hoping to enjoy the usual family-friendly atmosphere, one spectator had other ideas. (laughs) 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 
Okay, sorry. Don't, don't look into the meaning of the song. Just, just enjoy the fact that someone's got a gun, okay? But it's not Johnny with the gun this time. But a lady who smuggled a weapon into the game using her belly fat to conceal it and avoid setting off the metal detectors. Wow. Yeah, okay. The problem is, though, while she was readjusting in her seat or, like, eating nachos or something, the gun went off. There was an accidental discharge at a baseball game. From her tummy? <laughs> Possibly. Maybe her belly button pulled off the safety. Are you fucking serious? And I thought, yes, talk, yes. Talk about I, shooting from the hip. I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here it goes again. You haven't bloody missed Giorgio. Now, neither did spect- she. Now, the spectator was allegedly grazed by the bullet. Like, I, I don't know about this grazing by a bullet situation. No, I'll allow it. You'll allow it? I'd be pretty upset. Mm, things could have got pretty nasty. I probably would have stayed at the Phillies game if I got grazed by a bullet. Josh would go, oh, I got shot. And people would be like, oh, well, you got grazed. He goes, no, I got shot. Look. No, no I'm saying like it, I, I would accept them saying I got shot if they got grazed. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I mean, I think it's something... Um, uh, I was more... Sorry, I was more talking about, like, the impossibility of just being grazed <laughs> oh, by right, a bullet. Right. <laughs> That's well, a fine line. They're probably pretty stoked they weren't shot by the bullet, just grazed. Oh, I completely agree with you. You'd say you got shot. To her credit, though, she did have a pretty full plate. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the worst part. Post-game. The concert had to be cancelled. Vanilla Ice was due to perform. No. I oh, no. Oh. <laughs> She just had vanilla ice cream. <laughs> You're trying to get us cancelled. Wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. They were the headlines. Thanks to everyone that participated, mostly in this room. Oh. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's big house. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can say anything there and just because the music's fine, you guys will get around it. I just love every time because you're always like super traumatic. <laughs> then say something stupid, yeah. Uh, guys, I must start with a call out to our wonderful listeners that hate this pod. Spoiler mm. alert, guys. But if you come into the live show in Melbourne, I'd love to address a big house case um, live uh, for someone at the show, at the show. So please, dob in your mate if they're coming. Keep it a secret from them if you want, unless it's like something pretty heavy. Don't do that. But send in your dog act to kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. can be pretty minor. It can be petty. They're the funny ones. But we, send in those dog acts. We'll do a live judgment, have yes. the people weigh in. Yeah, have exactly. your say Ex- on the punishment exactly. too. Exactly, and there'll be prizes up for grabs, okay? So send them in, please, mm. all right? Well, let's get to this week's case. Harry's Big House is breaking new ground, boys. Oh, okay. Now, I never wanted to uh, put a legend of the AFL in the spotlight. That's not what this segment's all about. It's not what the podcast's all about. We're pretty positive here, aren't we, guys? Mm. Yeah, yeah. But something has happened that I simply can't not address. We are Geelong, the greatest team of all. We are oh. we're Yep, we're going to go down to Cardinia Park for this one, guys. It's bloody crazy, I know. <laughs> yes, boys, relax. Oh! <laughs> Don't worry, I know what I'm doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got a gavel. Settle down. <laughs> Cut that music, would you? This is serious. Sorry. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I have, Louis writes in, I have a case 
I need Harry to settle. Was I in the wrong or was someone else to blame? Now, this is going to get sad. Josh, could you please start playing some piano? Yeah, sure, sure. Mm, <laughs> that's a little bit too upbeat, I think, Josh. <laughs> you, mind just, you mind just making that some sad, like more like sad, oh, sad music? But that is nice. <laughs> Gee, you've, you've got a good range on the piano, don't you? <laughs> Louis says, an unnamed Geelong footy player I'll call Schmad Schottens <laughs> was coaching footy at my school as a present to us peasants in the thirds footy. Schmad was running a leading out from the square drill and I decided it might be funny to call out some of his old teammates' names when calling for the ball. <laughs> E.g. Lingy and Ablett. This was a snowball effect I couldn't stop, mainly because most of the thirds didn't know who Brad Ottens, I mean Schmad Schottens was, <laughs> so they just called the name they last heard. <laughs> Finally, the fragile Schmad called the team in and went off his nut at the thirds team. He poked one of the players on the chest in intimidation for being called Lingy one too many times and the player stepped back and stood on his clipboard. At this moment, I finally lost my cool and pissed myself laughing at how seriously this bloke took himself. I was then fairly told to run laps until training was over. Who's in the wrong here? Me, the main instigator of the incorrect name calling? Or the fragile schmad for not being able to handle being called Lingy 10 times by a bunch of dickheads that also couldn't mark during this drill? <laughs> That's footy. <laughs> Thanks, Louie. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. goodness gracious me, guys! Um, yeah, what did you? Uh, I mean, it's a it's a case I never thought I'd see in this courtroom. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm necessarily pleased to be taking this one on, um, but I know it couldn't be resolved any anywhere else. Maybe uh, a think. maybe a former cat, still a pussy. Good point. That use that in the verdict. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, it says here Schmad. I just googled Schmad Schmodden's uh, AFL tables. He had won three premierships, all Australian. Mm. Yep. Mark of the year. Yep, yep, yep. Not bad at all. Not bad at all, guys. Um, Impressive, even if you're a student. Um, 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 um. Order. <laughs> I reckon order. Um, yeah, Josh, you did just reel off some statistics. One you missed though. A couple. Mark of the year, two thousand and six. And if that wasn't enough as well, 2006 NAB Cup Premiership player. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the environment that Schmatt entered, though. Amateur footy, the thirds team. I know what goes on down in the thirds, guys. So you're not trying to make it big. You're playing footy because you love it. You don't care about playing once. You're just thinking about how good that beverage is going to taste in the change rooms when the final siren blows. Then enters a bloke with some seriously impressive credentials and a completely different mindset. Me thinks that something doesn't quite add up. <laughs> me thinks also. <laughs> Order. Now, this kind of thing reminds me of a situation I experienced, guys. Back in year 11, I was playing footy and the year 12 team was short of players one day. So the coach, who had played 105 games with the D's um, in the 90s, asked me to play with the year 12s. It was raining that day, I couldn't play with my friends, and the real issue was that the year 12s were playing an away game, so it meant an extra hour before I could finally get home and play Sims 2. <laughs> Terrible, right? I was filthy about it on the bus on the way there. I received an almighty spray from the coach who pointed out my terrible attitude towards footy. Anyway, the point is that some people are playing footy for different reasons, okay? 
Now, Louis, I feel like you didn't realise how out of control this situation would get, seeing as though other players in the team didn't know Schmad Schotten's name. I imagine it would have been hilarious when you heard others calling out Lingy and Ablett, but you might have also been thinking, fuck, this is getting a bit out of hand now. <laughs> I just love that. Louis, you asked who was in the wrong here. I do think overall it was a mismatch to have someone of his calibre involved in a third training session. However, I'm afraid to say that Schmad Schottens is guilty of overreacting to Louis's gag and sending him on laps. Like, also, as a guest of training, does Schmad actually have the authority to send him on laps? Yes. I know, but it's very interesting point indeed. I know, crazy. Mm. Schmad, for your crimes, you are required... Schmad, for your crimes, you are required to run laps. <laughs> 20 laps down at the local park will do it. Can I make Schmad do laps, I hear you ask, boys? Well, he made Louis do laps, so why not? Also, it sounds to me like Schmad was asking for it, asking to be called these other nicknames because some guys didn't know who he was. To avoid this in the future, Schmad, and to give you that opportunity to reduce your sentence down to 10 laps, you must agree to wear a name tag or name badge at any public event you attend over the next 12 months. Order! Sorry, what sorry, the sorry. Fuck? What the fuck? She's sorry, <laughs> cunt. Louis, 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 Louis. Looks like we've got ourselves a class clown here, boys. <laughs> Think you got away with this one, did ya? Not quite, my friend. And for the first time in history of Harry's Big House, I will also be finding the accuser guilty. Oh, oh my God. Guilty of instigating a gag that disrespected a legend of our great game. Order. Louis, it's obvious you like to provide for the team in the form of entertainment. What you'll be doing now is providing in another way. You are sentenced to three weeks of the single worst job at a footy club. Bringing in the goal pads after training and at home games. However... Because your gag was so funny, I've decided to suspend this sentence. You are free to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Case closed. Wow. That was controversial, Harry. <sighs> that had a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, that's the big house. You go into the big house and you don't know where you're going to end up. Mm. Did you have a teacher in high school where you just remember thinking at the time, this guy's a flog, but like a sport teacher in some, it could be a coach as well. But then you had others where you're like, oh, he's a cool dude. Even when I'm being a prick and he's yelling at yeah. me. I kind of sympathise for his situation and know that I was the dickhead in this situation. Yeah. Yes. Um, I also thought about how, like, the guest coach giving laps. You know when, like, a substitute teacher would try and be like, <laughs> all right, you got a detention. You're like, oh, you don't really have any power here. You're um, a sub. Uh, excuse me, why isn't the TV being wheeled out and we're not watching Harry Potter? Dunstan checks in. Yeah. I'm checking out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dear Muscles, Hello, today's superstars, hold regard. You've got mail. Welcome to the mailbag. We're here from you, the fans. Guys, uh, we've already put it out there, but if you do have a dog act you want to submit for the Harry's Big House for the live pod, make sure you do. And also get your tickets That'll if you're go. ready. That's right. That's uh, to kick it forward mailbag at gmail.com. There's a link in the bio of the Instagram right now and also mm. on this uh, pod page if you want to buy a ticket. Let's get straight to the emails. A TikTok message. Does Georgia claim his annual trips on to Europe on tax? Someone replied, 
Tri-weekly, not annual. <laughs> that would actually be really hard going to Europe and coming back every week. Everyone mm. knows it's a 20-hour round trip. It would just be a nightmare. We so tried that with Philadelphia. We certainly did. <laughs> Doesn't still, still trying. Race Wheeler, thank you for sending a photo of yourself enjoying Bounce while at a live concert. Jungle Giants. Uh, also, Ben Quirk replied about us checking out his living room mattress set up for Bounce as well. Uh, he said there was, he was had it four weeks in a row. Yeah, and his, his wife or girlfriend was a bit upset as well. If you've um, got a wife and a, uh, and a mattress um, in your living room on the floor, I don't know if that Venn diagram exists. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, bounce stays on during sex. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Midgets and Giorgio, this is a disgusting one for you. Our mate Lewis lost the fantasy league and his punishment was to stay in a Maccas for 24 hours and eat every cheeseburger eaten would be an hour off his time. Now, this is a common fantasy punishment. Yep. We've discussed it previously. Mm on the copyright, copyright, full credit as well. Lewis isn't a big eater, so we thought if he wasn't going to eat a whole lot, he would be stay in the Maccas all day. After eight cheeseburgers in five hours, Lewis calls it quits and complains that he's about to die from heart palpitations. <laughs> An absolute piss-fucking-poor effort that has left all of us disappointed. This means that Lewis still needed to stay in the Maccas for another 11 hours. All of the boys are feeling we have been robbed and this is unacceptable. I have the trust in Sir Harold that he can give Lewis a new punishment and bring this atrocious behaviour to justice. Hate the pod, Corey. Corey, thanks for writing in. And, uh, yeah, as Josh mentioned, we've discussed this like fantasy stuff quite a lot, so we've just done doing this one here. I did have an idea. What you need to do, get your mate, Louie, back in the bloody Maccas, mm. and what we'll do is, at your expense, or uh, Louie's expense, uh, there's going to be a doctor with him. So uh, if the doctor ever um, thinks that there's an issue or with uh, a heart issue, so preferably a cardiac surgeon would be, would be the best to hire for this 24 hours in Maccas, then that, the doctor can make the call. Yeah, of course. I think that's a fine thing because this guy sounds like an absolute flake. That is so shit. Yeah, get back in there. Mate, oh, I'm yeah. having heart palpitations. Like, it's been You've got a hours. tummy ache, you pussy. Yeah. I also reckon it can be any doctor. Like, it doesn't have to be medical. It could be like someone with a PhD in philosophy or something. Sure. That counts. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. If anything, he's more qualified because this guy's, everything he's going through is mental. Uh, Fergus says he heard Josh talking about firepower scam on Dylan Friends. Josh, what's that about? Uh, yeah, I was on the Dylan Friends mini last week and I was talking about how I'm researching the firepower scam because I always found it really interesting because it involves four professional teams in Australia and really impacted them. But I'm just reading the book right now before I present it to you guys. But then he also suggested looking up the National Safety Council scam. And I looked it up and it was some German guy. It was the biggest scam in Australian history at the time. And he sort of, he stole 300 million from this insurance scam in the 80s. Oh, it might be worth it. It's Is that one. it? That's like a zillion dollars now. I know. <laughs> like uh, taxed. Oh, yeah. Do, do scammers pay yeah. tax? <laughs> yeah, you have to declare it, I think. Yeah. The other one that I always find interesting is there's one from the 80s or 70s or 90s or something, um, one of the three decades. There was a UFO that landed on a Melbourne uh, suburban playing uh, playing field and an entire school saw it, like it was in the centre. This is, this is like a thing that's been documented. And people say, you know, obviously there's a lot of eyewitness accounts that like lots of things happened and that's changed over time. It could be a government plane or something. Sure. But, but that's one of the craziest ones too. I just When I, I was looking that up, it was also one of the links. I love that. Could one. it just be like a local town that's never seen a helicopter? Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> 70s. It was local. <laughs> We're not far from, you know, Area 51 being exposed and I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, <laughs> sorry. I mean, you guys are about to find out. I All already right. know. Hey, a couple of quick ones here. Jack Barding wrote in. Shout out to my mate in the resis who's, who got king hit after calling a, blo a bloke a fat hero. 
Uh, we got an update from him. He is okay. Well Thank done God. to you, mate. That's right. Um, and Aaron wrote in. Uh, Aaron said, did some marketing stuff for these guys, uh, which is a company called One Click Life. I think it's like life insurance, I'm guessing, mm. um, a few years ago. And they were absolutely clueless. Seems they've brought in the big guns now. I'm known for high-flying cabbers and kicking goals. I'm also known as a fashion icon. But for quick and easy tax returns, I use OneClickLife.com. .au. All online, now upfront cost. I love that. I use OneClickLife.com. .au. Okay. <laughs> okay, tax returns. Warwick Tapper doing <laughs> yeah. tax returns. They also filmed it in his garage, which he always films in, and it's just got photos of him on the walls, which we, got, we spoke about previously. Oh, my God. Also, listening to it, not... Watching it, it's okay. so Frankenbit, like it's so ripped up because he can't speak longer than like four seconds without oh my God. mumbling. Go and watch it. Just search One Click Life, add Warwick Kappa or something. It's hilarious to watch. Far out. It's so funny. Uh, we've got a couple more guys. Sam wrote in, G'day Tweedledee, Tweedledum, Tweedlediddly, hate pod, no, mm. no full stop, all capitals. Um, had a laugh when you mentioned the hard-hitting quotes guy, my mate, and I noticed that he has a link on his Instagram bio where he charges hundreds for, of dollars for overcoming heartbreak toolkits. Um, any chance you could investigate so I don't have to? So that was the guy we looked at last week. It's an Australian guy. He's like, this one, this quote hurts. Sometimes you love someone and then you don't love them anymore. <laughs> Anyway, I looked it up and I, it took a while to get to, but he's got, he's got like, um, from what I can see, he's actually not charging anything yet. So that's always good. I think once they start charging, it's always a bit of a- Hopefully getting you that one step closer to overcoming that heartbreak and grief. Mm. I really hope that this brought a lot of value to you guys. If it did, please let me know with some feedback. I would love to know ways it can be improved and hopefully I can keep bringing value to you guys moving forward. And other than that, Stay tuned for some other things. Okay. Well, that was like, that was 20 seconds of the 19 minutes. I, well, he's not charging at least, so good on him. And then there's also a free copy of Acknowledge and Appreciate Tool. So I'm guessing it's around gratitude. It's, there's a lot of things like that online. Mm. Uh, I'll get this next one. It says, hey guys, I'm Flick, one of your elusive female listeners. Fuck yeah, guys. Female! Oh my God, warning. <laughs> Uh, she says, just wanted to reach out after hearing Giorgio's vom story last week. I got vomited in a bar in Melbourne slightly uh, because I couldn't resist, resist the urge to massively story top him. Mm. Last weekend, my footy club, St. Mary's Silesian, I don't know how to pronounce that, Glen Iris Vic, had our end of season silly Sunday, <coughs> mad Monday for people who work. As part of the festivities, the girls and guys get partnered up and you get cable tied to each other by the wrists for an hour of the day. It's about 11.30am at this stage and I'm cable tied to my partner. We are at the bar having a drink and I notice he's looking a bit unwell. He proceeds to grab a napkin from the bar and hold it up to his mouth with a panicked look in his eyes. I ask him if he's about to spew and he just shakes his head. All of two seconds later, he vomits into the napkin. <laughs> the force of the vong coupled with him trying to contain it in the napkin means it's sprayed everywhere, hitting me in the face, hair, and all down the side of me. He then drops the napkin and continues to violently projectile vomit oh all over God. the carpeted floor of the pub while I stand there unable to flee because our wrists are still cable tied. Genuinely one of the worst experiences of my life. To make matters worse, I copped a fine from the club for getting spewed on and had to do a shoey out of an old work boot. Absolutely stitched up. Flick, 
Oh my wow. god, that's, that's disgusting. I've done these cable tie things, you know, when you're a young cold at the footy club. But ours wasn't an hour. Ours was like eight hours. It's the right. entire post game until you pretty much need to go home. And then I tell you what, when you get announced who you're partnering up with, it's either like some weirdo that plays lower grade footy and you're like, well That's all they said about you. <laughs> <laughs> or or it's someone that like is going to just put alcohol into you until you die. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, fun activity. Thoughts and prayers with Flick. I'm going to go another angle. Vomriz. Vomriz, what's up? Uh, Callan wrote in, Dear Short King, Lanky Wine and S-Head. Well, I language. Know, hell, S-Head. I hate the podcast and re- reluctantly attending the live podcast in Melbourne. I was just wondering if we can expect in a segment with audience participation a la Turn It Up or something similar to give a real bounce vibe. Not looking forward to seeing you guys and we'll probably be hissing in the front row <laughs> oh, from a woke KPMG lover. Callan, oh, Callan. gross. Oh, you and your climate change. Climate Callan. change cunt. Oh, hiss. Someone also replied to that used to love you guys before you became woke fuckheads. <laughs> and I, I wrote like, oh, I, I just looked at it and I was like, oh my God, I don't think anything's changed. We just thought Sam Newman's a bit of a C word. I we're was, not racist, so we're woke, I guess. I was having a little think about the crowd that might come along to this live show and the potential heckling um, <laughs> or hissing. Now, do we establish some sort of timeout zone or prison <laughs> <laughs> within the venue? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or just send them outside. You do not get prizes if you hiss us. Um, Callum, thank you so much for messaging. We'll, we definitely – fan interaction is going to be really yep. high. We're going to have a big mailbag session, a live Harry's Big House, and then also – uh, we're thinking of some sort of quiz where we act out certain things. We're not going to reveal too much, but it's going to be somehow combining our sketch work and also uh, this. But mostly we just want to show how grateful we are for what's happened. We've started the pod uh, off the back of the Spotify redundancy. Yeah. Uh, minus the payout. And then we, we just are glad that everyone's jumped on. Game Guys. Tickets. Thank you and sorry again for listening. This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah. What are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask my brother to divorce his wife and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.